Do you know what people see when they Google you? Search engines don't always get it right. And when they're wrong, it's your reputation on the line. So what do you do when you don't agree with your search results? Call Reputation Defender at 855-432-4905. Reputation Defender is one of the most trusted names in online reputation repair. We have over a decade of experience in fixing people's search results, and we can help you too. Using cutting-edge approaches, Reputation Defender pushes unflattering information down to lower pages of your search results, where few people ever look. We also promote the good stuff so that it rises to the top, letting you put your best foot forward. Your good name is too valuable to leave to the whims of a Google algorithm. You owe it to yourself to take control with Reputation Defender. Visit www.reputationdefender.com or call 855-432-4905 for free advice on your situation. That's 855-432-4905. Introducing the new 3-for-1 bundle from Xfinity. Save big on unlimited internet and streaming when you add Xfinity Mobile. Go to Xfinity.com slash 3-for-1, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit an XFINITY store today. Limited time offer. Restrictions apply. All right. Live in this thing once again. Joshua here. Boz there. Uh, DC. Norway. Yeah. Despite Mm. the distance, we all saw what happened last night. We all witnessed that. I guess you can call it greatness. But Dimitri Bivo versus Canelo Alvarez. So there's going to be a lot to discuss in regards to that. A lot of chatter has already gone yeah. down on the social media platforms. Anyway, how's it going there today, Boz? Yeah, it's still sunny here. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, well, I guess yeah. that's pretty good. Well, you can yeah, ask well, for a little bit of sunniness, huh? <laughs> yeah, soon we'll be getting some rain. But, yeah, it's all right because we haven't had it for a really long time. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Without yeah. a doubt, we hadn't, we hadn't. So, um, but yeah, that that's good stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I know that everybody knows what the big event was last night. Without a doubt, it was none other than uh, Canelo Alvarez taking on Dimitri Bivol for the WBA 175 pound title. And of course, Dimitri Bivol had this title. He's had it for a long period of time. Yeah. I think we were discussing yesterday about nine years, which is pretty. Uh, Pretty, pretty this remarkable. Is, uh, no, this is nine. This was his ninth defense. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ninth defense. Yeah, ninth defense, which is uh, yeah, pretty, <clears throat> pretty remarkable. Think he's been holding it for four years, I believe. Or something. Okay, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, definitely not nine years. I mean, yeah, I don't know if he's be, even been boxing as a pro for nine years. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that would be maybe a, a record <laughs> or something. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. But yeah, it was a great action. Facebook user Vivo was the Grim Reaper last night. Yeah. Without a doubt, he was. Without a doubt. You know, we had discussed some things before the fight. Shout out to Greg Sandwich. Mad, motivated, ambitions, driven, Semper Fi. But uh, yeah, we had uh, discussed some uh, stuff last night. Uh, or yesterday, I rather, um, on how this fight could have gone, could go different ways, but that Bivo was without a doubt a live dog in this fight, and he, yeah. though may may though he may not be known by the masses as much, he is without a doubt and has been one of the better fighter fighters in boxing over the course of the last several years. He just hasn't had that spotlight to the same degree as the likes of a Canelo, and what you saw last night was a boxer who wasn't afraid, who was ready, who knew what the mission was, and who is one of the best in the world 
he's going to have to go get considerations in that pound for pound ranking now because it would have been in favor of Canelo had he pulled off the victory. So that same favor is going to have to be shown towards Bivol. But what you saw was a boxer who boxed his fight last night and Canelo really didn't have any answer for it. What were your overall thoughts? Yeah, it was just as I hoped. Uh, he fought the perfect fight, really. And uh, first couple rounds, he didn't do so much, and that was good. And then uh, after that, he was uh, really... I mean, he did everything. When he was he was uh, not attacking too much, but not uh, being too cautious either. He wasn't really, you know, yeah. like so many others before him that fought Canelo. In the recent years, but yeah, mm-hmm. he was especially toward. I mean, the last uh, four or five rounds, he was really, really dominant, and uh, yeah, he was cool. just really landing a lot. And as he said after the fight, Canelo he beat up his hands, not his head. That's what yeah, he said. Yeah, basically, so, arm punches were what he yeah. Was so he did really block a lot of Canelo's punches. I agree. Yeah, I 100% agree. Uh, shout out to Rodolfo Rivera. Again, shout out uh, Mr. Mad himself, Greg Sanders. <laughs> shout out Rodolfo. But yeah, you are 100% correct. It was an arm punching night for Canelo. So the size did factor in for Bivol. And he knows how to box and use his size well. And he, like, uh, unlike a number of Canelo's opponents uh, in the past, something that Caleb Smith didn't do, something that uh, uh, Caleb Plant wasn't able to do the entirety of the fight, as well as Billy Joe Saunders. Be bold, he stayed behind this jab the entire time. And with that, he kept Canelo at a distance. And Canelo struggled to get inside to land punches. And when he did... Bivel used his guard to block them, and they, the majority of them landed on the arms. Uh, and I think yeah. that, uh, of course, we know that the scorecard came out 115-113, which yeah. I thought was blasphemous. Uh, they were being very yeah. generous right there because I think you're hard-pressed to give uh, Canelo any more than three rounds, at, if that. Yeah. you know, I had him uh, winning two rounds, and I thought that those were even uh, close rounds that I had him winning. So those that yeah. 115, 113, or those 115, 113 scorecards, they're just, uh, in my opinion, bad cards as well. We see that yeah. all too much in boxing. Most comments that I saw also had Canelo winning uh, – Three round stops, and I agree. I didn't didn't think he deserved anywhere near five rounds, you know. And but you know, at least yeah, the right man got the decision. We couldn't accept, expect much better from these judges, you know, the Vegas. Judges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thankfully, thankfully, you know, he didn't get fully screwed over because we've seen that happen in the past. So exactly, so. that could have happened, or maybe a draw, you know, could have happened. Yeah, that would have well. been. Freaking insane. Um, And, uh, you know, as I mentioned uh, before, or uh, at least I was mentioning in comments I was making last night, I commend Canelo for daring to be great, rising up those ranks. This is just a case of why there are weight classes and Hmm. how in some cases uh, you have great smaller fighters who can beat good bigger fighters. Uh, but when you run up against the right fighter as a smaller fighter, and dare I say that that fighter is also great, then that makes it even tougher 
uh, yeah. factor in the size piece of it. So Canelo, um, you know, he, he challenged himself, so he deserves props for that. Uh, at least uh, at this particular juncture of where we are in boxing, he's one of the uh, few who challenged themselves to this degree, willing to go yeah. up and down multiple weight classes. This is some. This is considered sort of a thing of the past in terms of how they did it back in the day. So he got he had, I give him his props for uh, being able to do that. You know. Yeah, you know as they say always, like. Hey, when a good, good, uh, big man fights a good, small man, usually the big, the good, big, big man wins. And that's what happens, you know, ha- happened last night. So, yeah, I mean, Bivol just simply, yeah, he was able to really kind of uh, take it to Canelo, take the fight and land his punches, really. His, uh, and that was really nice to watch the way he throws his punches and his combinations and all that. You know. Yeah. It was really wonderful just finally to see somebody really hitting Canelo, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> constantly, you know, or repeatedly, and not just a few times, and that's it, like we saw again with the plant or uh, Saunders. Yeah, they were yeah. a bit too concerned with the uh, de- with the defensive side of things and, and the output that was coming from Canelo that they really kind of hindered their own offense in some sense. Yeah. Yeah, well. <laughs> that tends to happen, though. That tends to happen. And, you yeah. know, I guess those are at 168, but uh, I think we we're both in agreement that uh, uh, at the time that it happened, Caleb Smith, that was probably yeah. the worst Caleb Smith uh, we had yeah. seen. Period, was, and uh, I think it would be different a different time around or another time around. Yeah, his last fight at 168, he was obviously struggling to make that way. He had outgrown that division, obviously. And when you see the size of him, you know, the, the muscle, he's pretty, you know, muscular too. And six foot three guy, you know, fighting yeah. 168, you know, no way, man. <laughs> Oh, yeah, <laughs> without a doubt, without a doubt, uh, Greg, he obliged when Canelo was uh, baiting him in. Canelo probably would have uh, gotten him out of there. I agree, I agree. So, um, yeah, Bivol maintained uh, his composure throughout, and uh, he, he, he kept yeah. control of the fight. Yeah, there was, was not a... really any point in the fight where uh, Canelo was in control. Uh, it was more, it was, the, the fight was dictated by uh, Bivol. Canelo had moments, of course. He did have some moments, but the fight in itself uh, holistically was dictated by Bivol. And there was even points in which he was pressing Canelo backwards and Vanello, uh, Canelo was covering up. And I think that um, the posturing he was doing while standing on the ropes was more so a, a tactic to try and throw uh, uh, Bivol off his game because he didn't really have an answer uh, for anything mm. when he was standing back there against the ropes getting uh, tapped up with those combinations. Yeah, and that's and that's a good point because you saw Canelo do like, come on, you know, that kind of gesture. Yeah, yeah. We was just, yeah, it was like, no, no, <laughs> no, no thanks. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't phase him at all. That mistake, like some others have done before me. <laughs> Without a doubt, that, that was a, a great fight plan by uh, Bivo. Rodolfo yeah. Jr., 175, didn't look good on him at all. Yeah, cool. it didn't look good this time around for Canelo. He's been bouncing up and down, but uh, now this makes those uh, 
uh, Usyk talks, or however serious they were, makes them uh, even less serious uh, yeah. now. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen. He's probably gonna return to 168 now, and you know, he yeah. said he wants a rematch. But everybody says that when they lose after a really long time, you know, like he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has I don't been a while. I don't think he will really have a take a rematch. So. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, and I think that uh, Bebo will come in even better uh, if they were to rematch. I don't doubt that Canelo would uh, come in a bit better, but I, I know that that would be the same with Bebo. So I don't see the verdict changing because at the yeah. end of the day, uh, hmm. the tool set that Bebo has is like the perfect counter to. Canelo's size and style, so I yeah. think that's really what the uh, fundamental issue comes down to. Yeah, I think too many people overlook people. Like everybody was saying, oh, better be is the only one that can really beat Canelo at 175, mm -hmm. but, uh, you know, Now they think differently, of course. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Bivo, you know, is a better boxer than Bivo. There might not be much uh, between the two in terms of overall skills because both were yeah. uh, great amateurs. But uh, yeah, Bivo, Bivo is, is uh, yeah. you know, it could be argued that he's the better boxer. And I think uh, one of the things that true proved to be true and real is uh, Canelo's power, can we say that Canelo's power at 168 is greater than that of Joe Smith Jr., who um, who Bivol has been in with and taking his punches? So I feel like, uh, yeah, Canelo isn't uh, the most powerful puncher at 168. I heard some of uh, them alluding to that on the zone, like one on the pre-show when I was watching Undercards or whatever, that he was the hardest puncher. I'd imagine he's a hard puncher. But there's no way I'm believing he's a harder puncher than Joe Smith Jr. and some of the oh, other guys yeah. at 175, uh, Baterbiev, uh, uh, uh Alvarez. He's a decent puncher. Um, I mean, there are a lot of big guys at 175, and I don't, yeah, to say that uh, Canelo is the hardest puncher, yeah, I doubt that's yeah. the case. I know, and he's not really uh, as much of a one punch puncher as uh, Smith Jr. is, I believe. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's more like hits you with a, a, a big combination. And that's yeah, what he yeah. usually does to get the knockout, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you there. So, uh, Greg, the tactic of hitting the arms worked with Caleb Smith and work against a much bigger and conditioned below. Without a doubt, they really stopped a great deal of Canelo's offense. Yeah, that did. You're right. Yeah, that arm punching. You could see after the fight that um, there was some bruising on uh, – Bivol's arm, but yeah, I do think, uh, as you said, uh, yeah, that didn't work for Bivol. He was prepared for that, and um, those were probably some of the better punches that Canelo landed, but they were arm punches, you know. He did slip a few things in uh, here and there, but yeah, overall, yeah, he this was just uh, the better man won on this night, the better man better at the better weight at this particular point in time, yeah. so hey, you got to give him his props for that. Yeah, I mean, we all would easily beat anybody. I mean, at his best night today, you know, at 175. Anyway, <laughs> I think even better be probably, uh, you know, if unless he should, of course, he would get tagged. I mean, hit hmm. you know, flush, but uh, yeah. yeah, that would be hard for better, I believe, to do to be all. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that would be a tough one for him. Uh, Greg, as you mentioned, Canelo can't really hit going backwards uh, either, which really worked for Bivola through pressure of the majority of the time. I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah that that's those are the moments that I think people uh, probably didn't see uh, or, or didn't expect. Um, Bivola pressing on the offensive. <clears throat> What was Canelo going to do when that was the case? Because despite despite looking at Bivol's record and you know his lack of knockouts, or uh, you know just overall by comparison to this latter part of his career, he has uh, been a guy who has shown that he has the ability to put together combination punches, and that's what's pretty much carried him to a lot of the victories that he's had, not taking a, a lot of damage and dishing out a lot of combination uh, and outputs. I, I don't know that he's uh, ever been outpunched. Uh, if you look at the, and I haven't looked into yeah. the company about stats or anything, but I doubt that uh, he's been outlanded, uh, outlanded for sure, but uh, maybe outpunched. I don't know. We'd have to see, but I doubt it because he, he's a tricky guy to uh, try and uh, test. And he's not a, and at six yeah. uh, six feet tall, uh, yeah, he has size too, and so Ooh. that jab and uh, and that reaches uh, long, and he knows how to use it well. So yeah, that was a struggle for Canelo when he was backed up; he couldn't really land much. Yeah, I don't know if Bivol has he really been down yet. Bivol, I'm not sure. No, he's only been the only time he's I've actually ever seen him hurt was when uh, Joe Smith Jr. caught him uh, like oh, yeah. in the fifth round of their fight. But he was basically outboxing. He outboxed Joe Smith Jr. for uh, you could that you could argue ten rounds straight, because that was the only mm. thing that Smith landed in that round. But that was what really hurt him. And Bivol didn't go down, but he was definitely hurt. Uh, the oh. most hurt he was ever in, uh, he ever yeah. was in any fight. So that that's that made me think like uh, if that didn't take him down, then yeah, I don't know if yeah. Canelo has one of those <laughs> overhand rights like Joe Smith Jr. when he's uh, slinging those things from out of uh, nowhere. Yeah, that's what I told you. Remember yesterday about you know those guys who <laughs> come from that part of the world. I mean, mm-hmm. Central Asia. They are really, really tough guys. Really tough fighters. Uh, and also, Kostetsu was one of them. Also, I believe. Yeah, his father. Oh was yeah, Kostetsu. Yeah, Mongolia. yeah, tough guy. Yeah, very tough guy. And those nope. guys have tough upbringing, you know, just in like tough conditions and things, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. That definitely has to be factored in. I think it's no, um, yeah. And if you look at the landscape, you know, for those who may not follow the sport as as closely, if you go look at the landscape of, uh, you know, let's say the title picture and everything, especially when you look in those uh, look. Or, Say say middleweight is the middle. You just look around there, you're gonna see a ton of those guys from uh, uh, Western Asia, uh, yeah. uh, Eastern Europe. Uh, you know that area, the yeah. Russian area, Uzbekistan, yeah. uh, Kazakhstan. You're gonna see a ton of those guys, and you're gonna yeah, see yeah. them with a low amount of fights, but they are ready for championship uh, contention right now. Those are warrior people. I mean, always. I mean, they really like uh, also practicing martial arts and yeah. yeah. That was the similar script uh, in the MMA world as well, uh, where uh, a lot of those guys, yeah, they just train tough 
they got the areas, you know. They got the the discipline also. That's very important. Yes. They really love doing that, but they will also they are very dedicated to training and all that. Oh yeah, all. you're one hundred percent correct. One hundred percent correct. Because uh, yeah, they, and, and you know their lifestyle is different than that of someone here in America per se, or yeah. India, or any of the Americas, even uh, South America. Yeah, oh. uh, in general, North and South America, their their lifestyle is different. A lot of their yeah. is built around. Uh, Religious and things of that nature, so they're not out there, yeah, it's more, and all that stuff, you know. <laughs> it's more Spartan, you know, definitely than in America, you know, where it's, it's not always easy over there to get enough uh concentration and focus, and <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, 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 there, there are a lot of options out there in some other places, <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. Mm. Um. Rodolfo Rivera, hopefully Bivol uses this fight as momentum to go undisputed at uh, 175. Hey, that would be a major thing right there. That would mean that we get Bivol versus the winner of Joseph. <laughs> bless you. Bless you. It goes in there, as they say. <laughs> But that would be, mean we get the winner of uh, our Bivol versus the winner of Joe Smith Jr., uh, Arthur yeah. Peter Biev. And then is that where I need to check? Is that where all the belts lie? Uh, I don't think anyone else has a belt at 175, but I could be wrong. Let me see. Mm. Mm. Yeah, because I know that, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think because I know that Better B have had, I know he took what um, Alexander Gavozdik had. He's got the IBF and the WBO, I believe. Uh, okay, I think Wozniak yeah. had the WBO, right? I think. Yeah, yeah. So he got that from him, and I know he had the. Yeah, he probably already had the IBS. So yeah. Also, according to Ring, he has it. Also, Smith has the WBO, which he would have won against. Hmm, I'm wondering who if he won that against uh, Vlasov or something. I wonder if it was on the line. Oh yeah, right. When they fought, so. Yeah, this will be for all the marbles essentially because the ring yeah. uh, title is vacant. So I'd imagine that the winner of them and then ultimately a fight between the winner and Bivol would be for the ring lineal heavy uh, light heavyweight and then the lineal light heavyweight championship. It'll be undisputed, yeah. and that would be big. That would be a big thing at one seventy five for sure. Huge, huge. <laughs> yeah, that would be a really good. Because it would be a classic boxer versus puncher. You know, yes, yes, state. excellent style class. Yeah. And uh, of course, I always try to think of when the last time we had an undisputed champion was at a particular weight. At light heavyweight, would have would it have been? Um, like me. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, back in that time frame. Yeah. Because even more, even Roy Jones didn't have all that. I think he didn't have the WBO belt. Who was that? Roy Jones Jr. Okay, yeah, yeah, Roy Jones. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't, he never did become undisputed, right? Yeah, he was undisputed in the old, old fashioned sense, but not in the today's sense. Okay, so he, he, yeah, he didn't have four belts at once, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. He had the WBC, WBA, IBF, I think, but not WBO because that was held by Mikhail Chevsky. Oh, you know, yeah, they, that's the fight that they, never happened. 
Yeah, they never, you know, Michalczewski didn't want to come to the United States and Roy Jones wouldn't come to They should Germany. have met in Greenland or something. That's yeah. like a good little middle point. Iceland or I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Iceland, Reykjavik. Yeah, <laughs> why not? That would have been like the biggest event there in forever. <laughs> you know, fight like at midnight sun when the you know, midnight sun is up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is funny. The crazy thing is Roy... Uh, he traveled a lot late, late uh, in his career. Well, while yeah. he passed his prime, of course. But, uh, but yeah, honestly, I think most likely Roy would have won because I think yeah. the only, only chance this guy, you know, Chesky could win was by a knockout, definitely. But because he did have power, of course, he did have enough power to yeah. knock him out. But he was a lot slower, not as athletic as Jones, and you know, he wasn't that. That hard to hit, frankly, because but he had a good chin, you know. So yeah. he got away with that. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, and and uh, Roy was at his athletic peak at that time, so yeah. it would have been tough for anyone. Uh, just look at it. Yeah. Look at history. Yeah, it would have been tough for anyone at that particular time. He he was so yeah. athletically gifted. It was crazy. Yeah, that was really like there was like this was him, and then there was the rest. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is true. Uh, yeah, he was doing some uh stuff you weren't uh typically seeing behind the back punching, uh, and all that stuff. Uh, mm. it was crazy. Yeah. Um, if Canelo Rodolfo, if Canelo wants a rematch, he would need to have some Rocky Four type training in order to compete. <laughs> yeah, he would have to come <laughs> in and focus. I would say uh, Canelo was a bit relaxed. I'm sure he was uh dedicated to it, and um, yeah, I'm sure you know uh, he he got he went into there with a game plan towards how he would approach getting in on the inside of uh. Be bold, but yeah, it just proved to be a bit too tough for him uh, once he was actually in the mix for sure. So he's I gonna have to hear that. <laughs> I can hear that song from Rocky Four. It's a burning heart, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> Canelo <laughs> running in the snow, like up in the mountains. <laughs> oh, like yeah, Canelo <laughs> coming back with vengeance. Canelo's yeah. gonna take this fight in Russia. Yep. He's like, I want to go to <laughs> Russia to have this fight, yeah. I don't think he would do that, but anyway. <laughs> maybe yeah. in Kyrgyzstan, where Bivol is actually, or his mother, he's born there, but his mother is Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, right. yeah, not, yeah, and of course, yeah, no major boxing events are going to go down in Russia anytime soon. Yeah. Uh, anyway. They had a few. I mean, before I remember, there was one guy from Kyrgyzstan who called himself Kid Diamond. Maybe you remember him, lightweight. He was uh, Ryan Kulov. His last name was. He fought uh, uh, that guy Casamayor, and he nearly oh, yeah. won that fight. Casamayor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Kid I had to look him up. I don't remember him off top. Definitely, I don't yeah. remember that fight actually. He was later stopped by Nate Campbell. That was like intense. The from... Galaxy Warrior. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like Nate Campbell. Yeah, he was pretty good. Like, uh... Yeah, yeah, very, very solid boxer right there. Crafty guy, for sure. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, All around uh... boxer. <laughs> <laughs> I want this fight in Russia. <laughs> in yeah. Siberia, not just Russia. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Siberia. 
in the dead of winter. Yeah. I'm going to prove a point right here. That would be interesting. If that he happened. could make like a musical music video where he sings like himself in Spanish. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Guerrero. Like, yeah. Guerrero, how do you say Corazon? Uh, <laughs> you know, That'll yeah. be interesting. So, yeah. But, um, yeah. So, the path is clear for what Bivo, uh can do next. Um, so, now it's a matter of what will Canelo really do next. So, 168 seems to be his weight. Uh, he seemed to be doing pretty good there. And then uh, while those guys are were bigger by comparison to where he came from at uh, the lower weights, uh, they're not as big as the uh, light heavyweights uh, to a certain degree at least, or at least some of the bigger 168-pounders have already moved up to light heavyweight to this point, thinking about Zerto and, and the likes. And, uh, so I guess that would make the fight that the people want to see or have been clamoring for is Canelo versus uh, David Benavidez. And I know that oh, would yeah. be that seemingly would be a uh, hard or at least a, a tough fight for him from the sense of uh, if uh, Benavidez has the type of uh, offensive output that we're accustomed to seeing, then that would make it yeah. seemingly some type of a uh, back and forth uh, type of fight. But that also kind of plays into well, the size has to be factoring. I was going to say plays into Canelo's hand because he does like to counter at times as well. So, so it's yeah. just interesting. It makes for an interesting uh, sort of style matchup for sure. Yeah, I think so too. I was just thinking about you know that uh, Al Canelo will now respond to this loss because you know, uh, especially if he makes a mistake and tries to. Uh, like go even higher up in weight or even stay at 175. I don't think that would be good yeah. for him. You know, that he he should just return to 168 and because that's a <laughs> division. Well, well, you got more future really good fights to be made there. For instance, Demetrius Andrade is at 168 yeah. now. Yeah, very very attractive fight there, you know. Without a doubt, who I saw by virtue of a post that you made is now departing ways with Matchroom Boxing yeah. after yeah. Uh, I don't know what maybe like so four that years. Would, that would be a little harder to make now than it's, <laughs> but still. <laughs> Without think, a doubt. Without a doubt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think it will be made probably uh, on me unless Andre should lose you know, before that or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I would like to see that fight. You know, I like Demetrius Andrade, and uh, Andrade, he, I think his last fight, or he was, or it was at least a fight that was scheduled, he was going to 168, uh, yeah. and that was clearly with intentions of trying to get this Canelo fight. Uh, yeah. That said, a lot of guys want to face Canelo right now, kind of a log yeah. jam. Uh, Bivol yeah. was chosen more so. Uh, and uh, so it'll be interesting to see what uh, Canelo does uh, oh, yeah. in that regard. I just remember, did you see what Jake Paul posted on his Instagram? That was no, I didn't. I didn't see. He said, like, oh, you see, Canelo lost, and in three years, I will be, you know, the one to, to knock him out, you know, when you go <laughs> into the ring. Uh, go for it, Jake. I say go for it. Why not right now? Because he thinks he will be a cruiserweight in three years. Canelo will be a cruiserweight because Jake is a, you know, he's a cruiserweight. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. yeah that, that'll be interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't see uh, Canelo competing at cruiserweight on a consistent yeah. basis. Uh, he may 
Perot. I will say that a lot of the top guys at cruiserweight right now, you know, who knows if they'll still be fighting in three years, especially yeah. at cruiserweight. I doubt that Breedis is still going to be oh, yeah, out there like that. Dornicos may not be. Um, oh. Then there's some other guys out there. So Maybe that guy was – He's just returned Tabiti. Maybe he's oh yeah, Andrew Tabiti. Yeah. yeah, so it'll be interesting. Yeah, I don't see him competing there. And I think, you know, right now it's had there there's still that window of you have some top guys who are still uh, top caliber guys who are still there at cruiserweight. But um say for instance if we finally get uh Maris Breedis and uh and uh yeah. Coley, then I think the winner of that yeah. Is likely uh, going to move on, maybe to heavyweight. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't know about Breedis. But if Akoli wins, uh, which I, I think is a 50 50 fight for sure, um, I actually yeah. lean a little bit towards Breedis. It's just, it no, yeah. yeah, we I always mean, discuss, you know, in terms of uh, Breedis. He, he has a big, yeah, yeah, he's top tier, and uh, it's just a matter of now, you know, the inactivity because of the fact that, uh, you know, he, he doesn't have the World Boxing Super Series, so those fights aren't sort of guaranteed and scheduled fights. Now it's a matter of can we get Breedis in the ring with Okoli or someone, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Okoli has a really big uh, height advantage, especially on Breedis. And, uh, of course, he's got the power, and uh, so he's always very dangerous of opponent mm-hmm. for anybody, you know, because of that. But as we've seen, as we saw in his last fight, whenever he's unable to put away his man, you know, like in the first half of the fight or oh, something, yeah. he doesn't really, he he's not able to finish it later, you know, in the late rounds, he just kind of folds. <laughs> yeah. Mm, but, yeah, 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 definitely. So that would make it interesting. Uh, yeah, I yeah. just want to see... Uh, Breedis in there because he's already at that age where activity is probably going to be the best thing uh, yeah. for him, you know, and he's the top dog right now. So it'll be good to get him in there. He's already yeah. he's already beaten yeah. all of the top cruiserweights. Okoli uh, is one of them. Uh, then there are some other ones coming up in the crowd. I see uh, Makabu, he has the WBC oh, yeah. belt. He's still there. Well, <laughs> yeah, he's still there. WBC yeah, belt. Remember, there was some talk of him and Canelo uh, t- uh, taking on each other. But yeah. I, yeah, I don't think he. That's good that that didn't happen for yeah. uh, Macabre anyway. But you know, because I don't think he's got he's past his primes definitely. I think by yeah. now, because he was in his prime like eight nine years ago. I remember <laughs> that mm-hmm. was. And, yeah, he's yeah. been around for a little bit for sure. Definitely yeah, definitely been around for a good little bit. So that does make it interesting. So. So, yeah, I don't think we're going to see much uh, cruiserweight-wise, if anything, from Canelo. And after no. yesterday, then, I think that shows that, uh, yeah, that's, that's probably just, not a wise decision. Yeah, just too far-fetched. I mean, this guy was first fighting as a welterweight. And, yeah. I mean, he was some, like, Thomas Hearns type, like a tall guy. like, But, no, he's not, you know. <laughs> so, him fighting as a cruiserweight, yeah, just too far-fetched. Yeah, and, and despite him being a, a very compact and uh, you could consider a dangerous puncher, it's not he's not a one punch knockout type puncher. He's not a one punch uh, get his guy out type of guy. Yeah. It's more yeah. so accumulation, really. 
And, yeah. Uh, those bigger guys are going to be able to take them uh, better than uh, some of these guys uh, at these lower weights. Yeah, that's why I was kind of annoyed when everybody was starting to start talking, oh, he hits so hard. He's so, you know, yeah. uh, come on, you know. <laughs> yeah, he, he hit hard at 154 pounds. Yeah, you know? he, he hit pretty hard there, yeah. But, you know, at 168, 175, I don't think he hits especially hard anyway. <laughs> no, he he hits hard enough to stop a rocky fielding, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like a <laughs> guy who is like, uh, yeah, yeah, sleep sleep walking almost. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Outside of that, yeah, it's an accumulation, and he has to, uh, you know, really be on his game. But a yeah, you say Rodolfo Pride is a dangerous yeah. thing. Feeling is dead, dead meat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that is uh interesting stuff. Now, um, also on the card, of course. Uh, oh yeah, one of the things I wanted to say disclaimer: I um, the Chinese heavyweight is uh, Zhang Jilei. I call him uh, the. I didn't realize you liked me that way, deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast. Still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Freedom is a feeling, and the best way to truly feel free is behind the wheel of a Jeep SUV. Find out what true freedom feels like at Jeep Freedom Days. And now, financing at $2,500 total cash allowance on the purchase of a 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokee WK Laredo 4x4. Don't miss this great offer. Financing for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital. Not all buyers will qualify. Residency restrictions apply. Must take retail delivery by 531-22. Jeep is a registered trademark. Zili yeah. Zang. <laughs> yeah, Zhang Zili. Yeah, that's right. I've been yeah. calling him Zili Zhang. I, I know yeah, I would have yes. gotten it right when I made the video on him, uh, but yeah, Zhang yeah, Zili. So it's not a Z. You're pronouncing it. You're not pronouncing it with a it, with a Z. You're pronouncing it as no, it's a J. Yeah, Zhang Zili. Zhang Zili. But uh, did you see his uh, knockout over? Uh, no, that's the guy he was fighting, but this was a late replacement, of course, outside of uh Herkovich. But he landed a straight left, I believe it was straight left or straight right. All right, part of me thinks it was a straight left, uh, and sent this guy down and pretty much out, uh, right there in the first round, probably a minute in or something of that nature. But uh, so he didn't, so it it didn't really uh, tell us much outside of the fact that uh, Jang Jalei has power for sure. Mm, yeah, yeah. I think we've seen that. We know he can punch. So, yeah, but I definitely. think it shows that that Herkovich fight would be pretty, pretty decent. Mm, yeah, that would be really a good one. Uh, I think good test for Herkovich. That was a great pity it didn't happen. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was that would have been a very good one because that was intended to be the co-main event, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, because you know if Herkovich can beat can't beat that guy, Jean. And he sure hell can't beat Yoka. That's so. That's yeah. that's a good. That would be a really good like uh, you know test. Simply, if he looks good against uh, Gilet, uh, then he can really have a realistic chance to beat Yoka. But if not, then you know he should not try. 
Yeah, so, so my understanding is uh, uh, both are still interested in the fight, so maybe we see that here on one of these the zone cards later down the road, or maybe its own uh, headlining event now mm-hmm. that uh, this opportunity has kind of excuse me, moved on, you know, uh, with them to yeah. co-main this one, which would have been a big boost for uh, each. Um, and of course, you know, um, Jalei was still on there. He was the open. Uh, he was the opening fight on the pay-per-view card. But of course, cool. um, that co-main event uh, slot would have been an even bigger boost to his name, you know, yeah. uh, or him and Hergovich, because uh, both uh, are definitely interesting players there uh, in the heavyweight division. Yeah. yeah, definitely they are. I mean, it's uh, well, it's still pretty. Uh, now the division getting more stacked than we have it and than it was before. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I like. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, definitely. Got a lot of uh, a big crop of uh, young guys who are uh, yeah coming up in in right around that point where hey they're going to be sort of the top top players there in the uh, division. That mm. I think that yeah that top fifteen top ten I would say top ten through twenty five range. Is gonna have a lot of uh very solid heavyweights uh that could be matched up in varying ways, and that's gonna be uh good for I think heavyweight boxing and the sport in itself as a whole. If we get some of those matches, uh yeah. like a Jung Jalei versus uh Philip Hergovich. It's all gonna depend on the, them accepting the fights, of course. But if we get those matches, I think that spells uh good things for the heavyweight division. Yeah, definitely. I, I hope that happens, of course. Uh, yeah, and, and I know we were talking about it uh, yesterday. I believe uh, some of the other guys that are sitting out there at heavyweight, like uh, Frank Sanchez. Uh, yeah, I know he wants, he has to want something, a title shot or something. I, I don't know where he gets it at this particular point, but I know he wants something. You know, and uh, it's a matter of what can be made, yeah. right? <laughs> Yeah, it just doesn't seem like so far he's a really big puncher to me because yeah, so yeah, that would be his only sort of knock uh, that lack yeah. of uh, true heavyweight power against these bigger guys because he's gonna at his size he's uh gonna up at least at the top end he's gonna be the smaller guy more times than not. Yeah. Yeah, that too is not a really big heavyweight for today <laughs> today's standards. Uh, yeah, but still he's big enough and anyway, tall enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, um, but yeah, he has that skill set, of course, to uh Yeah. You know, t- he has a skill set to give any of them trouble. Um, so that uh factors in uh, yeah. to a certain degree. I was looking back. Uh, yeah, some of the uh, other undercard fights were some pretty good fights. Uh, pretty good fights. Montana Love, he got a victory over Gabriel Valenzuela. And that was a decent fight early. Uh, um, they both exchanged knockdowns. And then uh, Montana Love outboxed oh. him for the remainder of the fight. It was just harder for Valenzuela to catch up with uh, Love, who uh, has pretty quick reflexes. Uh especially on the defensive end. So um, that turned out to be a good one uh, or a decent fight. Uh, Giasal versus Gomez, I don't know if you saw yeah. that. that was, they had a little back and forth in that fight. I think uh, yes, I know uh, I, I know a knock, at least one knockdown went down. It may have been more than one. 
Uh, yeah, it says three, I think, here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the guy I was telling you about yesterday. Gyasu, yeah. Yeah. Chakram. <laughs> Chakram Gyasu. Yeah, he was a... Uh, pretty yeah, he solid. Was pretty solid. Yeah. Wonder Boy. <laughs> His nickname is... Yeah, Wonder nice. Boy. Nice, nice. Hey, I watched the earlier fights, and there's this Uzbek fighter. He's he's 27 and he's nine and zero now. Elner Abdurah Abduramov. Elner yeah, Abduramov. Yeah, names can be very long, <laughs> hard to pronounce. Abduramov. I think it's Abduramov, but he uh fought this guy named Alex Korea. But uh, basically, this Uzbek fighter, he looks be the goods he's gonna be a tough he's gonna be tough for what weight is he uh super featherweight so yeah he's gonna be a problem for uh some of these top super featherweights out here of course if he can get the matchups uh with them uh but yeah he looks pretty good i would say definitely check him out and he handled this guy this guy uh alex correa was it on or manuel correa uh, as opposed to alex correa Emmanuel Correa wasn't on his level. He's undefeated Puerto Rican fighter, but they were saying he uh, used to have to pay to, for his own fights and all that stuff. So he's not a decorated amateur. He came in undefeated, but um, yeah. uh, Elner Abduramov, he, yeah, he looks pretty darn good. And there was also on the 21st, uh, that guy who is, uh, this is actually for the WBO interim middleweight title. Janibek uh, Alim Kanuli is uh, fighting. Janibek. Yeah, he's familiar for sure. Against Danny Dignal. I know him, that guy. Who, but anyway, uh, Alim Kanuli looks like a really solid also contender. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, Jenny Beck. Okay, um, he stopped uh, yeah. Hassan Nadam. Uh, his last oh yeah, 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 yeah. He he yeah, he's legit. And Another also one he stopped Rob Brandt, Actually, yeah, yeah, that's him. <laughs> yeah, I've seen him. Yeah, he's he's legit. See, yeah, these this is what we were talking about. Those guys from that area. So he's only eleven and zero, and you can yeah. already tell that he's like he's a problem for everyone. But yeah, yeah he, he definitely handled uh, it's on the dial. I remember seeing that because that was on the uh, undercard of a pretty uh, decent fight. I remember. Let me see who's that under. Oh yeah, Crawford versus Porter. Yeah, that's what it was under. Mm, that's nice. Yeah, he's a real uh, top middleweight, definitely. Yeah, that's gonna be um yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. So I think that uh let me see Danny Diggum. Have I seen him? Danny Diggum. Uh, doesn't ring a bell. I'm looking at his record. No, I don't think I have. And uh hey, you never know. He's a British fighter. Um fourteen over oh. one, eight knockouts, haven't fought anyone um that I can see of true note but hey you never know but i think it's going to be tough for him <laughs> i'll just say that yeah yes for sure i really favor uh, this guy johnny beck that's going <laughs> yeah uh yeah that's pretty uh that's pretty crazy um yeah. but yeah man yeah man it's crazy stuff so uh 
I was thinking, I was seeing something uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact. This was uh, later yesterday. I saw in the news um, uh, this interview with Stanionis. Uh, is his name Emmanuel Stanionis yeah. or something like that? Emmanuel. Emmanuel Stanionis. He's Stanionis. He's from uh, Lithuania. Yeah. yeah. Man, and he's tough. I, I I got mad respect and props for him after seeing him uh take on Batayev. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Right they, were, they were battling on the inside. Neither backing yeah. up, and Stenionis got the best, better of them uh, in that uh, match as well. Uh, but he had yeah. mentioned in this interview that uh, uh, I guess Eddie Hearn said that uh. No one knows Stadionis, so that wouldn't be a fight that anyone would want to see between him and Connor Ben and Stadionis. Said uh, he doesn't think that they yeah, would, uh, I mean, allow for that to happen. That would be a tough <laughs> one for Ben right there. <laughs> Her, you know, he thinks too much about that. Like uh, who is a bigger name, who sells more. You know, I don't think that he's right. Yeah. You know, and by the way, Jake Paul doesn't like him at all. He also <laughs> he he oh, did yeah. that in that clip yesterday. Oh no, that was today. He was like, you know, saying F Eddie Hearn, you know, that's he's an idiot and oh, <laughs> stuff <yeah>. like that. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah. Mm. That is funny. Had a nice interview. Oh, thanks, brother. Happy Mother's Day out there. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, should mention that off top. Happy Mother's Day. Um, this goes to everyone, all the mothers out there. It's uh, it's that yeah. day for sure. Though I got a late start to the uh, day because of uh, I guess I was up late last night due to this fight. Yeah, you know? right. <laughs> <laughs> there, yeah. the aftermath. But uh, <laughs> you do sound and look tired. Yeah, I must say. <laughs> yeah, I was looking for some uh, coffee, but um, no coffee. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm just gonna have to uh, fight it out. You know. Yeah, um, maybe buy again some Red Bulls or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I used to uh, have those here and there, but it's been a long time, many, many years. Uh, yeah, yeah. stop messing with those. Uh, yeah, it's hard to sleep then afterwards. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and a lot of well. a lot of sugar and stuff packed into those little cans or whatever. Yeah. You know, when, when I would go to work, I was like, for a while, I was buying that stuff, you know, energy drink. And then when I found out later that night, I couldn't go to sleep, like, all night. And I had been to work. I really needed it, but I couldn't yeah. sleep. And then afterwards, you know, after a while, I was like, hmm, could it be because of those energy drinks? You know, and then I stopped drinking, and then everything was fine again. I could fall asleep, you know, not normally. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it certainly uh yeah, I believe that. Yeah, definitely I think that it happens because uh it does have you and sometimes they have you uh jittery, you know, the little jittery yeah. And yeah. this was like uh, a can like I mean this big, I don't know what <laughs> Yeah, those <laughs> like monster energy drinks I remember yeah, I had like, yeah, those, those are big. You know, yeah. those are uh the UFC promotes those a lot. So I don't know if all the fighters are actually drinking them like that. It doesn't <laughs> seem like it would be good, you know. Yeah, like it gives you extra strength and energy, with coffee now. I, I do coffee, I do my coffee straight black. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> a blonde roast straight black. The I, I don't like the strongest. I don't like black coffee simply. I just can't drink it. I, the taste is so, you know, strong for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
milk in it. So <laughs> yeah, people prefer a, a mixture without a doubt. They, yeah. yeah, we've seen that, uh, or I've seen that. Uh, yeah, sort of uh, here in and around. Yeah. You know, a lot of people prefer mixtures, but yeah, I gotta do it straight up. You know, um, <laughs> espresso machine. You know, I was watching this funny thing yesterday with Conan O'Brien. You know, where he was. <laughs> Kind of oh, yeah. busted. You know that guy who worked for him, Jordan Schlansky, he had his like espresso machine and he would let let everybody use it and work. And then Conan came and just took that machine away because it turns out that he paid for that machine. He didn't oh, know that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, Conan. Yeah, I used to watch uh, Conan back in the day. I used to yeah, watch him. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's, yeah, he's retired now, right? Yeah, That's yeah, yeah he is. Uh, he, but yeah, I used to watch him uh, back when I was uh, probably more, um, yeah, when I was in like, high school. Oh, high school. Yeah, I, I remember I watched him real so very long ago when I was also in high school. He was already big. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he had some funny bits uh, that I like. Yeah. Oh, yeah, another thing I wanted to mention. Um, well, I dropped a video. It's called Who is Tierra Brown? Everyone check that out. Tierra Brown, she's a 130-pound fighter out of the uh, U.S. Uh, she's in Florida. She's fought out of D.C. as well. She used to Tierra. be in the D.C. Oh, area. Tierra. Yeah, Tierra Brown. Tiara, baby. Oh yeah, I'm ro- I'm rocking the uh, Team T baby shirt right here. Right, you see that right there, Team T baby. That I'm representing. Oh yeah, I see. Right Tiara Nichelle Brown, is that her? Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. That is Team T baby. Super, uh, super so I'm, I'm rocking with it. So I'm trying to throw some shout outs. But I have a video. I made an animated video that is on the uh, YouTube. It's worth checking out. Get a little nice. bit of uh, introduction into her and uh, some of her uh, fights thus far, but she's looking for the top 130 pounders out there. Uh, uh, Alicia Baumgartner, Gardner, or whatever, uh, oh, yeah. wants her. <laughs> I uh, like her. Yeah, <laughs> I know Tiara wants it. Let's let's make it happen, right? Yeah. That's... Why not? Yeah, Alicia is very like, um, yeah, he, she hits hard for a woman boxer, definitely. And... Yeah, she's good. She yeah, was a uh, great amateur champion, multi-time champion. So she's yeah. ready. She's out there ready and waiting. So, yeah, I just want to throw that out there here on this Mother's Day. Let's get these challenges. Let's get some of these uh, women fights uh, going on. These are all uh, a part of the sport that are, that are helping yeah. to grow the thing. So it's big it's time good, stuff. It's a good thing Anthony is not here from my group. You know how he feels about these women's oh, fights. Yeah. Anthony like, Wayne Wright. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. Old, yeah, yeah. Old funny, guy. <laughs> <laughs> funny guy, but no, there's some uh, great fights out there. That uh, Katie Taylor Amanda Serrano fight is a uh, fighter yeah. of the year candidate, right? Without a doubt, it's the leading one right now. I would say, I can't yeah, think of he one. said he did admit that was a good fight, also. Tony admitted it, it was <laughs> so. You, there you go, you know, it's a really good fight when he says <laughs> without a doubt, without a doubt. So, we'll see what uh is next for the two of them. Uh, yeah, I really, 
I wanted Amanda Serrano to win, to be to be perfectly honest. Because yeah, there was a case that she did. You know, there was definitely a case that could be made that she did. I, yeah. you know, I thought it was a draw, but uh, it was super close. So um, she really did bust up Katie pretty badly in those rounds, fifth round especially, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. By that notion of who would you rather have been in the fight? Yeah, I'd rather have been Amanda. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like Katie had to fight for her life to not lose and not get stopped. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, uh, round. yeah I don't know how she uh, was able to withstand it. I think if uh, Amanda would have gotten the knockdown those times that she had her hurt and practically yeah. out on her feet, then that would have yeah. been a difference. But she couldn't score the knockdown, but she had her yeah. practically dazed and confused. Yeah. The problem is Katie is a natural lightweight. You know, she's a more... Oh, yeah, she's, yeah. And you can see it in their respective bodies, the way they are built. Yeah. She's bigger than Amanda, definitely. So that's why she was able, if she had been like... A... The future will be amazing. And that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400-horsepower Nissan Z. Or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria. If this was uh, a featherweight, or if Amanda had been a natural yeah. lightweight, I think she would have stopped her probably. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because she, she was uh, jumping up from 126. Uh, yeah. least, I think her last fight was at 126, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Prior maybe. to this. So yeah, yeah that but, did factor in. But I, I, I have some. I really not so fun. I mean, it's not like I hate on Katie Taylor, but I feel she's like being being a little protected by Eddie Hearn, you know. And yeah, you know, I thought she lost that first uh, fight with Delphine Pursuun, and I feel yeah. bad for Pursuun because I feel like she was just like robbed of her titles in that. Uh, yeah, that that's time. true. And I remember everybody felt so. I think in the in my group, or yeah, that's right, in my group and at yeah. another forum where I go, everybody's like, "Oh no, that was BS." <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true. yeah. I, I agree. I think KD definitely won the rematch. Uh, yeah, in, dom in more dominant fashion for sure. But and, I thought she lost that first one, so she's had some yeah. uh, close calls. And she does, you know, deserve respect for giving her a rematch. So you cannot say she just ducks yeah. fighters that uh, she should have lost against. So anyway, but uh, I would all, I just cannot be really on her side. Like in when she fights someone like who is rather charismatic, very capable fighter like Amanda Serrano. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So it'll be interesting to see if uh, there's an actual rematch, if that happens or anything, you know. Yeah. Um, and of course, yeah, I, I'd imagine both are going to come back on their game, you know, in preparation for this. But, yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, Serrano, they're really impressed in the fight. It's just that she didn't close the show. So that, yeah, that's why yeah. she didn't win, you know. She, yeah. Yeah, there, yeah, there were some of those middle rounds that I thought that um she uh didn't press as hard, and those were some that probably could have been given to Taylor, not by virtue yeah. of Taylor doing anything dominant, but by Amanda not really pressing and throwing 
you know. Yeah, but I imagine, you know, she had she had through a lot there in the fifth when she was trying to get her out or whatever, and she practically yeah. had her out. So you know, <laughs> and maybe she was afraid of you know, gassing, you know, so she maybe yeah. based herself. I think she did. It did look like that in the like seven, eight round that she was kind of pacing herself, you know. Yeah, yeah much like uh, Canelo, it's tough to beat Katie Taylor on the cards, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, you know, if you are with Eddie Hearn, who is now like the new golden boy or something, you know, obviously. Yeah. He is like, they're really taking over if you think about it. I mean, even, oh, I yeah. mean, De La Hoya is actually, he's kind of slipped, you know, he's, he's weaker now than he was because he did lose Canelo also. And yeah, there was yeah. that scandal around him also with yeah. various <laughs> scandals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. That was five enough. So yeah, that, that certainly doesn't help. Yeah, Canelo. So he's got, though he has Ryan Garcia still, he didn't want to lose Ryan Garcia, yeah. even though they were beefing at one point, but he was like, hard press, like, no, I'm not letting go of Ryan. Uh, so oh, then he is done. If he <laughs> Ryan, he is done. And, you know, and he has uh, Virgil Ortiz, uh, so he has yeah, two, yeah. those are two yeah. that can really uh, be some major movers in this sport. Um, uh, Ortiz, of course, um, yeah, you know, he messed himself up this last fight, so we have to see how he looks uh, when he comes back out, yeah. um, or especially if it's not going to be at 147 pounds, which I don't know. Yeah. If, uh, I if really, I really like both both fighters. I mean, Ryan and then Virgil are really, really great uh, offensive, or great punchers and all that. Yeah, I really love watching them both and. Uh, Especially Ortiz, who just you know <laughs> goes yeah. out there and bangs y'all, and you know. Yeah, yeah, he's exciting to watch, and, and yeah. that was gonna make for some pretty exciting matchups at 147. So it'll be interesting. Hopefully, he can stay at 147, which may not be the case. But if he can, that makes for uh, some interesting potential matchups with the crop of guys coming up around 147. Uh, you factor in Ben, Danny Onis, him, Boots yeah, in this, Yelessianov, the uh, yeah. Kazakhstan fighter. They mentioned him on the broadcast last night, but he's solid. Man, yeah, just a bunch Steve of solid was. guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's him, yeah. And I think I was just wondering who is our our boy, Mongia Witt, actually. I don't know. That's oh, yeah. <laughs> I think he's uh well he was with gold I think he's golden boy I think he's golden boy so yeah, yeah that's another one uh, Oscar had yeah so that's a bit of it because Mangia he does uh numbers in Mexico you know yeah he's really big yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I really big understand guy. why I understand matter of fact yeah how many yeah how many is the truth uh yeah I mean I'm I love his fighting him. style also and uh yeah, you know, and he's working with El Terrible, so yeah, he's legit. Yeah. I think he's a top caliber fighter. Wow, that's great. Yeah, and he's also big for uh, rather big, especially at like, one fifty four. He was big. Yeah, he stands six feet tall. Uh, yeah. I'm looking at his uh thing now. Yeah, he did fight Demetrius Ballard. I watched that. <laughs> he dominated. Um, 
So, yeah, it'll be good to see what's in store for him. Yeah, he didn't take any punishment in that Ballard fight, so I think he's yeah, probably fresh right fight. now, you know? <laughs> yeah, that was a short fight. Pretty yeah. hard, big punishment. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, so, yeah, I think he's uh, fresh uh, right now, if you ask me. You know, of course, yeah. um, the, my daughter. I just but... hope, you know, sometimes these guys don't get really managed right, so they have to wait too long for certain fights. And, you know, instead of taking a smaller one while they wait, you know, for a big one. So, yeah. Yeah, I really say they've built him up well. They, He's had the right level of competition, it seems like, each time out, and it's put him in the right position that, yeah, I think he's like, uh, yeah, I wouldn't, wouldn't mind seeing him take on uh, a Golovkin, but I know that's probably not going to happen. Um, yeah, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe uh, Chris Eubank Jr. I'm looking at who's out there, Chris Eubank Jr. I wonder if yeah. that one would go down. Chris, yeah, Jr., why not? <laughs> and Jamal Charlo's out there. That would be a good one. I think that would be uh, that would be an excellent matchup right there. But uh, yeah. it's a matter of uh, whether it will happen. Jamal. Uh, I don't know if Jamal wants that one right now. Yeah, probably, yeah, probably not. That's yeah. going to be a tough one. Uh, that's going to be tough really. because Charlo, he's about to fight Seleski. Um, well, yeah, that guy. So, uh, yeah, that's right. Masich or whatever his name is. Masich. Well, I think it's pronounced Mache or something. Okay, Mache, yeah. And he's only lost to uh, Andre and uh, Daniel Jacobs, so it'll be he's he's a pretty solid fighter, I will say. Mm. I, I would say B fighter, B, B plus fighter, arguably, you know. Yeah, that's right. He's not, uh, you know, one of those, you know, that star fighters, but he's he's a solid fighter, so it's a mm. solid matchup for Charlo, I guess you can say. But yeah. Mangia, that would be. Like big time right there. Yeah, his his nickname should be TCV, <laughs> taking care of business. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. He, hey, I think he's uh one hundred percent better now than where he was uh when he was uh fighting at one fifty four. Hmm. Yeah, I, I hope so. I mean, yeah, it looks like it. I mean, <laughs> he stopped Gary O'Sullivan, and yeah. Yeah, and if you're one of those top guys, you're gonna have to make the decision: Is it, uh, am I willing to risk it against this? He's 25 year old. He's only 25. Yeah, able to risk it. This guy, he's already got about 40 fights. Because I think he's at 39. Let me see. So, um, yeah, yeah that's a big risk. Yeah, he's 39 yeah. and He's 25. Yeah. So really amazing record. Yeah. So he's been putting in that work. Similar to similar trajectory to Canelo in that sense. Started young and just continually increased the competition. So that's mm. a risk, of course, if you're a Charlo or someone like that and you're looking to get Canelo, for yeah. instance, or, or Golovkin. Why would you take Mangia, you know? No, I mean, yeah, exactly. He knows that would not be an easy fight, definitely. <laughs> Yeah, he'd take at least, you know, he would take some punishment for sure. I mean, quite Without a lot. A doubt. Yeah. <laughs> Even if he managed to win some kind of you know, decision in the end, he would still have to take a lot of leather in that fight. So, yeah, 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 you're right. And that'd be good because Charlo, this Charlo, Jamal Charlo, he's six one. So, yeah, that would make it, yeah, that would be an excellent little style play. Yeah. Um, I don't see it happening, though. 
Don't see it no, happening. Sadly, I mean, either. Yeah. Uh, Charlo has been really a disappoint, disappointment at 160. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's crazy because uh, he had a lot of momentum uh, when he made the jump. But, uh, yeah, it hasn't – that's kind of died yeah. down a bit, in my opinion. <laughs> and I think Jamel Charlo has been, you know, he's been taking on the top guys at 154 back-to-back, yeah. you know. And yeah. Pretty much true. every fight is it gets one of the top – Five or six guys. Yeah. So Thank it's like a contrast. Thank goodness for that, yeah. And he's really been improving, I mean, uh, steadily before now. I mean, this last fight with uh, yeah. Castaño. Uh, you know, that was a really hard fight. I yeah, guess. yeah, that was, that was really that was top, tough. top guy, you know, top. Yeah, fighter. yeah, and you know, and he he cracked uh, Castaño a few times uh, and had him hurt for sure. So yeah, it's gonna yeah. be an interesting matchup. Uh, yeah, it's hard to say um, because I thought Castaño won this last one. Um, I think it's uh, pretty even going into this fight. Um, yeah. Here is pretty much 50-50 if you ask me. Yeah, and Castaño said that this time he will, he will not be leaving leaving it up to the judges. So you know, okay, <laughs> we might even see a stoppage happening. But I don't know. Of course, it can happen to anyone. <laughs> there, yeah, I yeah. guess. Even though I guess Jermel does perhaps sit harder, maybe. Than, yeah, I think so. Then uh, Castaño. Yeah, so. I would say so. Castaño. Yeah, he's tough. He's solidly built. And, um, yeah. But he's more but, like a you know accumulation puncher, I think. Yeah, yeah. He 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 he, he, he seemingly the type that would keep coming forward and yeah, just keep digging in yeah. type, you know. Um yeah, I don't recall him uh hurting uh Charlo with anything huge, but um Yeah, he's actually been down once uh that was against that guy, Emmanuel de Jesus. Then he, he knocked him out in the sixth round, but he was down once and I don't think Charlo, has he been down yet ever? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't recall him uh, having ever gone down. No. Now that, yeah, thinking about it, yeah, I don't recall him uh, yeah, having Not gone down. Not in that uh, Harrison fight that he lost either, of course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I think part, part of that was uh, some of his uh, sort of uh, inactivity in some of the rounds. Because I yeah. went through it, I watched it, you know, scored it. I could see Harrison winning. I'm trying to remember. I might have had Harrison winning if you really look at it on a round by round basis. Harrison didn't do anything uh, spectacular, yes, but yeah. uh, neither did uh, Jermel Charlo, you know. Yeah, so I think so that was, was part of the reason right there. Yeah, that was about not being in, in top top shape. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and he came back to bite him, and then you know, he stopped him. I thought the stoppage was justified in that second fight. Yeah, <laughs> Tony <laughs> Erson, he was very angry. But <laughs> but yeah, but Tony, he, he's been like that. He have a great fight, good to great fight, and then he'll yeah. look a little bad in his next one. Uh, or not up to standard, at least. Uh, yeah, or well, he tends to do well in some fights that he gets stopped late, you know. He, first, he was doing pretty good against Jared Hurt, and then he got stopped. Uh, yeah, in that and, fight. Uh, Willie, uh, Willie uh, Nelson. Right? Oh yeah, Willie Nelson. Yeah, I remember yeah. Him. he's a big, he's a big 154 yeah. pounder. Wow, he's really big, huge. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he was Willie Nelson. Rodolfo, are you gonna make a project with a uh, random acoustic, right? Oh yes, yes, yes. Random acoustic thoughts. Shout out random acoustic thoughts. He's another uh, YouTuber who makes uh, these videos. Oh, yeah. uh, 
the likes of Langford and all those guys um, who were fighting around that heavyweight division at that particular time. Mm-hmm. He does some Bellator stuff as well. But, yes, yes, we intend to make some stuff. Uh, Rodolfo is really going to have a focus on probably Sam Langford and then the guys like Joe Jeanette, um, uh, Sam McVeigh. Yeah. Who was the other one right in the mix there? Of course, Jack Johnson was in the mix there. Um, Harry Wills, was it? Harry Wills. Oh, yeah, Harry Wills. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's him. Yeah, Harry Wills. All those guys who were fighting each other multiple times and all that stuff. Uh, So, yeah. And, you know, I have been thinking about making a video on them for a while, but I was like, you know what? These are some big careers. And I was thinking, I know there are a lot of people who are covering them. I know different things about them just from what I've read and uh, studied yeah. on, but I was like, I know there's some others who are going even deeper with that, so I think it would be a good opportunity to collaborate on some of those things. So, so yeah, that's going to be coming. We, got, we have to set some things in motion. We've had some initial discussions and uh, at least some stuff down on paper, uh, so to speak. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, it's a matter of uh, cool. getting them ready to go now. Cool. So it should be interesting. Um, for sure, but yeah. yeah. So, next, all right. So, um, yeah, what next. do you think? We're done, Call yeah, day? pretty much. I think, <laughs> all right, all right, yeah. So, this was uh, post Canelo Vivo, um, yeah, major shift in the uh, world of boxing, major news, and all that stuff. You know, I was thinking maybe I should make a uh, Vivo video. How good is Dimitri Vivo? Well, see, he's a really nice guy. I think he looks, he yeah. comes off as a really nice, humble guy. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, he he is, and you know, and and even in person and all that stuff, uh, he's 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 yeah. uh, he's that same way. He, he, I think he's just a genuinely a uh, nice, uh, nice guy for for the most part. Mm. So um, I think that's yeah. good stuff. So, but yeah, cool. But yeah, thanks, uh, Rodolfo. Uh, Sandris, number five, my mom, who dropped in here. Shout out. Happy Mother's Day again. Uh, Sam Langford video. Yeah, Sam Langford. It's going to be on the way at some point. Going to have to make sure that's right, you know. <laughs> so that's yeah. coming without a doubt. But, yeah, thanks, uh, Boz, for uh, tuning in or joining in again, uh, keeping this thing going. Hey, maybe yeah. uh, we'll see what's on the uh, what's in store for next week and uh, – Hmm. Uh, maybe we'll uh, anytime maybe man. Stuff to talk about there, yeah. you know. We'll, yeah, sure, anytime. Let's check in next week, same time. Yeah, yeah why not? <laughs> same day and time. Let's good. Let, let, let's get this thing going. Thank you, Doug W. Thank you. Thanks, Doug. Um, but yeah, everyone have a good one. Uh, enjoy your uh, Mother's Day, uh, and uh, we'll see you next week. Sunday fun day. <laughs> Sunday fun day. Peace out. The future will be amazing, and that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400-horsepower Nissan Z. Or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better? 
You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.